0: Stop wasting your money and time buying expensive razors. For just a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com will ship amazing quality razors right to your door. Come on, join the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join now at dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. NatureBox ships great tasting healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with healthy delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support this podcast by ordering a free NatureBox sampler box at naturebox.com slash the patch. NatureBox.com slash the patch. I think the password. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh hey! Oh hey! <laughs> didn't see you there. <laughs> we're live
1: here with another episode of the patch. We actually we, were having conversation about passwords right before the mic went live. <laughs>
0: and oh, nope. uh, nope. I didn't know. Nope. We're here to talk about all of the games we forgot to talk about last week in our game of the year consideration, and repent for being bad people who forgot about those games. Luckily, sorry. everyone in the comments was very quick to correct us and add to the list. I went through the comments and realized. How terrible of a person we all are for forgetting some of these games.
2: You know that's always the hard thing when you when you go to give something an award is the 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 (laughs) comparison there is that everything you're saying that everything else is bad.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you like this
2: is the best, everything else not. not That's not the way
0: I look at it. It's like this is the best. Everything else can be good,
1: but it's not the best. Only one thing can be the best. The summit is it's only reachable by the select few. Yeah, No, select one. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the summit, <laughs> the, the peak by the select one. Yeah. The highest point can only occupy one space. Yes. It's very tight. Prefer- Lots pref- of them can stand around. Preferably
2: by standing on the bloodied corpses of all the others. Oh,
0: yes. Um, the PlayStation There's no winner without Massacre. PlayStation Blog announced uh, their Game of the Year awards. I want to, maybe before we get into all of our games that we missed, we can uh, recap theirs. Um, picking off the PlayStation Blog here, um, for their best PS4 game, they actually picked Destiny. They, yeah, they I saw did that. platinum, gold, silver, bronze for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, there it is. Uh, PlayStation Three. They picked Dark Souls two, which we didn't even talk about. Uh, I, what was I,
2: it? I, I mostly, I like to forget about Dark Souls because I can feel the atoms like staring yeah. at me off the stage, just being like, Ugh, and
0: then uh, know
2: that I'm probably dying soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but for their um, their goal for the PS4, their gold was Dragon Age Inquisition, their silver was Infamous Second Son, and their bronze was Far Cry Four. Interesting I thought that only one platform exclusive out of those four. Yeah. And it was a great game and from second son I had mm-hmm. a ton of fun playing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean the platform exclusives are really only a first party thing now whereas like a lot of the really great games, all the really big games I mean there's so much third party stuff out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Though arguably I mean so much of the Destiny content was well, not so much, but there was a fair chunk of Destiny content that was PS4 only. So mm-hmm. there's still some level of exclusive exclusivity to that title well and
2: they were they were very closely partnered with playstation for their marketing too so it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. it in that in that sense it's not an exclusive but it was marketed as one
0: and none of their four best ps3 games were exclusive they were all uh, multi-platform the vita go figure all exclusives weird i <laughs> wonder how <laughs> that happened and uh digital release of course uh infamous first light took that and walking dead Binding of Isaac's outlast also in there.
2: Yeah, and the first light is one of the ones that we did. We forget to mention. No, that last we
0: did week? mention that. No.
2: Okay, no, what we forgot to mention was left behind.
0: Yeah, yeah. let me. Uh, well, go... Let's hop right into it. Let, yeah. Let, so let, we can, let, let's let's go sh- straight into it. The stuff. So we that, have time to
1: talk about news too. That we uh, the stuff that we missed, and I'm sure the winner, whoever they may be, is just dire. You know, ready to find out. So we keep them waiting.
2: You know what? I wish I'd remember to grab before the show. Is I saw in a storage uh, thing in the in the back of the building the old like drunk tank. Best Game Awards oh, yeah. with, like, the beer can.
0: i kind of to mail those out one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Winner, 2007. <laughs> Games we didn't mention. So you already mentioned uh, Last of Us Left Behind, which I had forgotten about until I think I was sitting here right before we came live. I was like, wait a minute. Left Left mm-hmm. Behind came out last year. It seems like it was so long ago to me. Yeah. I guess because it, get, it gets tied in with the uh, PS4 mm-hmm. re-release, which we talked about not allowing. But no, Left Behind came out last year. Fantastic game. Or... Downloadable content. Mm
2: -hmm. Mini game, standalone story.
0: Uh, Big omission, we forgot. Child of Light. Mm -hmm. Uh, Feel bad about that one. Yeah. People kept asking about Wolfenstein, New Order. Uh, Borderlands, the pre sequel, which is bizarre to me because we mentioned Tales from the Borderlands.
2: Well, it's a a good game, but I wouldn't have put it as my potentially Game of the Year nominations in any case. Not because it isn't good, because it is, but because I didn't feel like it did anything really particularly. Out of the Still mode.
0: warrants discussion, though. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Nah. <laughs> all <right. laughs> wow, all right. Uh, Shovel Knight. Uh-huh. Huge. I can't believe we forgot that.
2: Yeah, I played that and loved it. So I feel guilty about that one. I feel guilty about a lot of things. Like uh, <laughs> being mean to pre-sequels that I liked.
0: Metal Gear, Ground Zeroes, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare. I can't believe I forgot that one. I yeah. played
1: so much of that game Play, early in the year. Played
0: a ton of that. Uh, Divinity, Original Sin, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. And the uh, last one was left behind, which I already mentioned. And Five Night at Freddy's. I think you skipped that. Oh, one. did I skip that? Yeah, I skipped Five Night at Freddy's.
2: So what we're really saying here is that even though in in my mind and I think a lot of people's minds, it feels like 2014 was not a great year for games because of the end. It ended on kind of a poor note with with so many games having issues. But in fact, all those games, everyone I think of them and and I think, oh yeah, it's a good game.
1: I've been actually the most impressive thing to me about this year in gaming is I've actually been able to move off of the 360 to the extent that I almost forgot where my controller was. Uh, And I had to re-download my profile on the one in our office because it had gotten somehow out of sync or something. So (laughs) it had been so long since I turned it on, it had forgotten me. (laughs) Uh, It had developed amnesia? Yeah. Was it like in a soap opera now? (laughs) It was a little shell-shocked. It it had been forgotten. It has PTSD.
2: I have a new life now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I moved on to other things. But, I mean, what's impressive to me about that was I didn't expect to be able to move to the next gen for day-to-day gaming so soon. I kind of expected it would still be another... Uh, year of going back and forth more between consoles, and now there just really hasn't been a lot to pull me back to the 360 lately. Yeah,
2: there have been a couple, you know, there was um so pre-sequel was, mm-hmm. uh, was last gen only, which might be one of the reasons that we forgot to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the
1: reason I forgot to play
0: it. Yeah. I started playing it, but then I just moved on.
2: Yeah, uh, and then there was Assassin's Creed Rogue. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I feel like this generation in particular, the publishers, for the most part, hopped onto next gen. Yeah. Now current gen, mm-hmm. really very quickly. Much faster than they did last time mm-hmm. around.
0: I feel like, well, the adoption rate's been much faster this go around than last cycle. Uh, PS4 hit, you know, what, 18.5 million units sold through to consumers faster than the PS3 did. I think in the same amount of time, the PS3 had only reached like 10 million to consumers because you couldn't find it on the store. I remember like the, that yeah, I was
2: working at a like a multimedia store when the when that came out. Wait, I don't think the PS2. Never mind. Go on.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, and even with the PS2 and going back, you know, several <laughs> generations, we were really constrained on hardware supply. Now. It's, there is not that constraint. Anyone who wants to jump to the current generation can, provided they can fork over the, the dollars for it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that makes publishers and developers a lot more willing to uh, jump onto the current generation. I
2: think it also helps that this generation, like the, the last generation was pretty long. Yeah. You know, there were a couple of like sort of sort of mini iterations. There was the, the slims, then that sort of thing. But beyond that, like it went a long time. It went a lot longer than the previous generation, didn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, PS2s are still... In some markets, fairly dominant, right? I mean, they, especially in uh, smaller markets, PS2 still got a lot of numbers. So mm-hmm. I mean, the tail end on those that generation has been huge. Yeah, uh, it's just now starting to phase out.
2: The PS2 is like just a juggernaut of a console. Still,
1: <laughs> amazing.
0: I loved it. Um, so yeah, so uh, slightly uh, off topic. But yeah, let's it was uh, great. let's uh, let's get through let's get <laughs> to our here. Best so, console in so 2007. So we PS- can talk about some some news. Yeah, and um, I mean Microsoft. God, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking about this. <laughs> the Xbox cycle was really weird to me because the original Xbox came out and was out for a very abbreviated amount of time. It was, it was, like, uh, four it was years, like four years, and then it was like that's it. You know, three hundred and sixty. The three hundred and sixty <laughs> sat there for what eight years, and then now we have the one. So it's it's like they wow. rubber banded.
1: I mean, to be fair, it took till year six before they could deliver a three hundred and sixty that wouldn't sh- shut off and die within a week or two of ownership. Right? Fair point. Yeah, I mean, they had some rough hardware issues there. They had to surmount. Um, okay, okay, okay. Right, yeah. Back, 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 back. <laughs> um, so, what were you thinking
0: out uh, of this list? Do you have the list in front of you? I don't so know if my, you guys do. So, my top
2: three, though? what they came down to when I was going through them and thinking, like, if I like, have to e- killing my babies. <laughs> my top three ended up being Dragon Age Inquisition, Sunset Overdrive, and Shadow of Mordor.
3: Mm. What about Which you?
2: I've, I feel like I'm, you know, omitting some of the indie games, which I feel mm-hmm. quite bad about. Shovel Knight would have probably been getting pretty close to that Mm -hmm. but those those are the three that i ended up with thinking like of all the games that i that i played and enjoyed in 2014 which ones do i think were the best Uh i think
0: about what i played the most and what i had the most fun with i think is uh is what it boils down to
2: well if we were going just off what we played the most i'd be handing this award over to fantasy live right now (laughs) i finally finished it 150 hours
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, Which yeah. is
2: why I have no problem sh- sh- like forking over money for the new 3ds right now. <laughs> I, can and, I want to get to it.
0: the awards. So we can talk about okay. this
1: fucking 3ds. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Top what? three. Uh, I'm going to say Far Cry 4. Uh, just for fun, off the wall, wall stuff this year: uh, Sunset Overdrive and uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Because those are very different games. I think... All this year.
0: Yeah, and it really shows the variety. I I didn't come in here thinking of picking the top three. I was thinking of what my favorite one is. Mm -hmm. I'm looking through the list here, struggling to come up with the top three. For me, top three games I had the most fun with in 2014. Probably Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, (laughs) uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, and there's a lot of great ones on here. I don't know what to pick. Um, I would probably go with Alien Isolation. That's a good one.
2: We're going to have a tough time.
0: Well, I think... We have a whole <laughs> jury, I think. <laughs> I think. we may have had... Uh, did you say Shadow Mordor? No, I no. said Sunset Overdrive.
2: No, Sunset Overdrive is the only overlap between the three of us.
0: I didn't say Sunset Overdrive, did I? No, no, no. no.
2: Just no. between like... There's only like, titles like, that's shared. That's the shared. only one oh. that's been yeah. shared at all.
1: Ah. I mean, honestly, my my pick out of those would probably be, have been Far Cry Four, just because it had a really good single player. The multiplayer in that game is also really, really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's very different from a lot of other multiplayers. So I thought they really brought a strong title this year. Hmm. So what would they be, brought it? What they would be your it. one then?
2: Probably Dragon Age Inquisition. Damn. I'm I'm a sucker for <laughs> I'm a sucker for Mass Effect. I'm a sucker for Skyrim and Dragons and. Bioware, they get me, man.
0: They just get me. (laughs) It was a good game. I think if I had to pick one, it would be tough. It would either be Shadow of Mordor or Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, But between the two, I would probably actually pick Shadow of Mordor because I thought the Nemesis system was a a really cool addition.
2: Shadow of Mordor was amazing. Um, The... I thought it had a couple of faults, more... Not not even big ones. Again, we, when, we, when we're when talking about games that are this amazing, you get to that nitpicky mm-hmm. point. Um, but I'd say the world felt smaller than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the gameplay was very much based on the Nemesis system, which really made that game. If Like, if you took that out, it'd be super ordinary.
3: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
2: in fact, it ended up, like, it's incredible. But a lot of the missions you got were generated based on that.
0: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I think also the the... The fun came from re-encountering oh, you know, yeah. people mm-hmm. that you had, or orcs that uh, or rooks that you had tried to kill previously, and like seeing
2: what you'd all done to them. <laughs> them <all> face- <laughs> and,
0: and then you know, having them shame talk if about, anything like,
2: happened to your pretty face.
0: Having them talk oh, about didn't. your past encounter
1: and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I thought was really neat. I, I, I agree. It was a strong title. I mean, if we had to fall back on something we could all agree on, that may be a good starting point.
2: I would agree with that.
1: Are we are are we going to
0: it by attrition? Or does anybody want to... Well, I mean, there's no other way to break the tie, right? So something's got to I don't know if anybody else wants to speak up on behalf it's of another one of the everybody's games. Everybody's a winner!
2: Yeah, can we just send everyone beer cans?
0: <laughs> we'll send everyone beer cans. But I, I think we'll send, uh, we'll send a 40 this can. a just in
1: everyone one game of the year. We'll send a, we'll send a, <laughs>
0: a, a can of, uh, of Old English to, uh, to uh, Warner Brothers for Middle-earth Shadow Mordor. Monolith. Yes. Okay, that's
1: it. Easy. Done. All right, downloadable game.
2: Wow, I was expecting that to be, like, a lot longer. I was expecting, like, fights... I, I brought my brass knuckles.
1: <laughs> well, we didn't have enough overlap if we'd had a couple where we could uh, really kind of fight it out, but it that was the That's
2: true. But again, I'd also I'd also say that, that that really demonstrates to me that there were a lot of really great games in the year.
1: It's true. Absolutely. Yeah, this was not a bad year for gaming. Uh, Unless you happen to be an Assassin's Creed fan.
0: <laughs> which uh they had DLC come out, which yeah, I want to talk about. Of, we're we're yeah, going to get to that. All right. Look,
1: um Let's Ryan has uh, opinions. What would what, happen? What, I mean I just yeah, okay, let's finish this. Down- we'll downloadable on. game. Downloadable This, this game. is it. This is our last one. Downloadable game. Um, oh,
2: I can do this. Shovel Knight.
0: Shovel Knight? <laughs> All right. Do you do you have one that stands out for you, Ryan? Yeah, I got to go with Wolf Among Us. That's a good I one. really like That's it. That's a solid one. I would go with Hearthstone. <laughs> no surprise, I don't think. Uh, people asked if uh, we would consider Papers, Please. Uh, but Papers, Please came out on Steam in 2013. Mm-hmm. And the mobile iOS version came out in 2014. In keeping with our... yeah. And it really didn't change Additional the release, game. You could also,
1: by the same arguments, like try and include FTL Advanced Edition, which uh, came yeah, out this some year. Some people did bring that one up as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of just a modification to the original, so I don't think that mm-hmm. would apply.
0: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, there were some games that re- I really loved on this list, like Transistor. Oh, uh, you know, Last of Us Left Behind, which we forgot to talk about at all. Um,
2: it was so good, we forgot to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead season I feel like two, an Wolf
0: Among Us. I could. Be convinced to the to vote for the Wolf Among Us. Also, I thought the Wolf Among Us was fucking amazing. But more than anything, I, I mm-hmm. think I really dug into Hearthstone.
2: We know you dug into Hearthstone. <laughs> oh, yeah. We heard about it a couple times.
0: What about you, Ashley?
2: Um, for me, it was very much Shovel Knight was a big one. I mm. loved Transistor, um, but Shovel Knight was, I mean, one. It, it sort of it absolutely grabbed me grabbed me by the nostalgia and pulled. Mm-hmm. But it was the gameplay was amazing. It was so whimsical, like. Shovel Knight,
1: like it, it, it felt it's very eighties, like, like a knight with a shovel. I mean, how can you not love it?
2: Well, and it's like you jump up on stuff and go like ding.
1: <laughs>
2: it's it was random. It actually felt very almost ghosts and
1: goblins almost. Yeah, very it like old school
2: where the games didn't necessarily have to make sense. Uh-huh. There were a lot of games that made no sense, and oh, this, yeah. and this oh, is I like know. a new version of one of those. So I like that. Um, I'd probably go with that one, even above Transistor. Oh, transistor was
3: so Transistor
0: good. was did a lot of things great. I think. Um, I'm going to segue into some news mm-hmm. here. I think uh, they mentioned, Supergiant mentioned that they had sold six hundred thousand copies of Transistor. I want to say.
2: Um, let me. I'll look that up. But it was something like that. Something that made me really happy. Yeah,
0: I think it was six hundred
1: thousand. They said uh, Bastion was sitting at I want to say three million. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, yeah. I mean, I what I really liked about Wolf Among Us, amongst the other games, is one. I mean, Tell, Telltale has always been very dark. Uh, And this has been the first one. I mean, the the Walking Dead series takes you to such a dark place all the time, it's hard for me to get through them. But Telltale really kind of brought it up a little bit with Wolf Among Us. It's not quite so awful. I mean, it deals with some pretty heavy subject matter, but it's not constantly sad and depressing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And had a little bit of whimsy, a little bit of humor to it. It told a really good story. They obviously didn't care at all about how the animation looked in it, because it's pretty bad uh, <laughs> most of the time. I mean, down to simple, simple things. And this may just be the, the animator in me that's coming out, but it's like there's times when it's like, that's a uh, two-second fix. And completely obvious, how is that not done? But on, I mean, it, it, the story was so good and the uh, the involvement in the game was so good that it, I could completely overlook all that. Yeah.
0: It, it didn't distract
1: from... Yeah. Or like the story and the, it was so compelling that you weren't yeah, I put didn't off lose by these it. Mistakes. Yeah, it didn't put off put me off at all that it was so kind of bat, poorly wrapped.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I mean, I felt really strongly about Hearthstone, but I mean, I I, I totally love the Wolf Among Us. It's right up there as uh, as one of my favorite games, and I could be persuaded to. Uh, to I didn't throw play my, Transistor. My behind there. Transistor and you you, you two seem to be on
1: Transistor side. So, what about Transistor was so amazing?
0: Transistor nailed all the stuff with the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, the music was great. The sound design was great. Uh, even the combat system was really, really well done. Where mm-hmm. you, you know, you set up, you have like essentially action points, and then uh-huh. you determine the moves you're going to do and um, and chain them all
1: together uh, to get through obstacles. Um, was it unique? Did you feel like it was? Uh, I mean, because if there these two games that were kind of weighing against each other, you guys seem very positive about Transistor. But if Transistor seems to be more of a unique, more revolutionary title, I would be inclined to lean that direction. I
0: think like, Transistor is. I mean, it's hard to say because you know the Wolf Among Us is is a very unique story, but it's still done in that Telltale engine, so it's right. not a unique mechanic to the way you approach the game. Whereas Transistor, I don't know that I'd necessarily seen too much like. I mean, it's still a turn based. Um, I wouldn't want to say well, strategy, sort of like turn based combat turn-based game
2: slash real time. Yeah, like it's a, it's a little bit of both. Uh,
0: but you know, I don't know that I've seen anything exactly like it. It kind mm-hmm. of reminds me at times of. Um, the Shadowrun Returns game that uh-huh. came out last year where you set everything up and then you watch it go in action. Which is kind of like XCOM almost. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, kind of, it's kind of that way. But I thought the story was maybe a little on Convoluted. the weaker side. Yeah. It, and it
2: was also um, – it didn't necessarily – like it dropped you in going, uh, mm-hmm. and you sort of pick up the story as you go along. Which appeals to some people. I thought it was really great. I just dropped into the world and went, this is, wow, what's going on? This is amazing. But some people would drop into the world and go, what's going on? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can see how that wouldn't appeal to everyone. I liked it. Um, but I also liked having a giant circuit board sword So, <laughs> hey.
0: Yeah, so really it's like, which, you know, is more compelling? Something with an... Uh, like an original well-delivered story that's maybe slightly formulaic in the execution or something that's slightly newer in the execution that's maybe a little more clunky in the story. You uh-huh. know? I don't know. They're both, they're both really good. Ooh. We find ourselves at a dilemma. And I don't like that I made it that clear cut because now it's like, oh... Well, Gus clearly prefers story, or Gus clearly <laughs> prefers like, the gameplay uh, mechanic. It's and all that's on you know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, yeah,
1: I'm now. I'm going to Yeah, it does over actually seem like and, the vote uh, is going to fall on you, though. Oh, it's- shit. Transistor. <laughs> no, Hearthstone. Oh, no, you, you you're know, the bridge between these two. You know
2: what you do? Well, you know what you do is, um, all right, pick a hand. And that's going to win an award.
0: What? No, 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 no. I'm going to think about this. Don't you wish this, no, this went no. down? This is, no, I no, no, wish no. this is how the Oscars no, no. worked. Like, <laughs> this,
2: will, this will work. This will work. Dude. Okay,
0: okay. There were two actors this year that All right. were great.
2: which game did you hope this was?
0: I don't know. I just, po- I just pointed. I, you, you she pointed tried it. to psych you out. She yeah, tried you to you use pointed pointed mind tricks on you. I was like, okay, I'll just pick that hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll say I think I like... Oh, here, that probably's is terrible on the mic. It's a drum roll. It has to be done. I'm just delaying. I'll go with Transistor. All oh, right. Got, like, transistor I Love <laughs>
1: it. Look, you sold me with circuit board on a sword. Like I can go, I can get behind a game that offers that to me.
2: I have a spare USB key. All right. It's a sword. So,
1: congratulations. Oh, there it is. Congratulations
2: uh, to our downloadable game of the year.
1: And I do love turn-based uh, games, so yeah. I'll have to try to check that one out. It's uh, it's really really phenomenal. Uh, I've, I've
2: never been so happy that like someone left game journalism as as Greg Kasivin. Yeah, <laughs> because he went on and. Did you made... make
1: the game, or is it just like, man, yeah. I hate that guy? <laughs> no,
2: he, um, you know, he went to Supergiant and He's also behind uh, Bastion. Okay. I think it's Greg Cassewain. Now I'm feeling. Yeah, it, now was,
1: I'm still hey, guessing hey, myself. it was
2: Greg. Oh Kassif. man, I started second guessing myself. Being like, like a flop. Maybe sweat. it was something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he left uh, uh, GameSpot. Yeah. And uh, and went over to Supergiant.
2: Yeah, so really, really proud of the work that he's done so far.
0: And congratulations! You made a good career choice, Greg Cassewain. Um, yeah, let me read this thing. Pull I mean, down we'll, your first we'll, patch award. We'll get into we'll get into news right after this. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Is there anything worse than getting ripped off? That's how it feels when you pay 20 bucks for a pack of razors. It's like getting punched in the gut. I was sick of getting abused by razor prices. That's why I joined dollarshaveclub.com. For a few bucks, dollarshaveclub.com delivers amazing razors and grooming supplies right to my doorstep. I use their most popular razor, the 4X. It's engineered with four stainless steel blades and an aloe vera lubricating strip. I've shaved with everything out there, and the forest gives me a phenomenally close shave. I was able to make the gustash with it. Uh, <laughs> here's how dollarshaveclub.com works. Uh, they ship me a free handle, and then every month they send me four new replacement blades, all for six bucks, with free shipping. You get blades delivered every month or every other month. Ask yourself, why pay 20 bucks for a pack of razors when you get a fantastic shave from dollarshaveclub.com for a few bucks? It's a no-brainer. Shave the smarter way. Try, try dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. And... Uh, you gotta shave. Make yourself presentable. Why not do it cheaper? Uh, I
2: miss right. the gustache. It,
0: it was. It was. It was work. It was a lot of maintenance. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. It was. Jeff some is always was always complaining
1: it? about how much work he has to do on that thing. So,
2: well, but I get the feeling that with um, with Gus, is your maintenance getting rid of all the other hair?
0: Well, what happened with me was I started looking at myself in the mirror a lot and be like. <laughs> the mustache is slightly askew <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I
1: mean, it's like trimming like trying to get it to like where it's perfectly even what you need to do is you just scan your face and then you create a uh, like a guide in some guidelines and some markers get perfect symmetry yeah mm-hmm. you with me we can to we connect this. and simulate it first we can find a technological a answer to your problem
2: you're going to have to level up your shaving
1: <laughs> yeah. oh nice um
0: okay first thing i want to talk about i got a huge list to use big big week and so you, much. surprisingly we, we didn't
2: really talk about much last week because we were so busy yeah. fighting my games right?
0: i didn't even copy my notes from last week yeah <laughs> but because there was there was already enough to talk about this week first and foremost nintendo announced they're going to be releasing the new 3ds in the u.s on february
2: 13th Ahem. take my jacket off and do what? a little
1: Oh, I thought, oh yeah. I thought your shirt said something. I was like, yeah, now what? I was just awkwardly sh- staring at you. I yeah. apologize. for that. All- <laughs> Am I supposed to read the shirt? What's going on? <laughs> I no, so, I I'm saw, just so happy. I saw
0: a great graphic outlining... I'm mad.
2: I'm also mad, but I'll get You're, into that.
0: Oh, I saw a great graphic outlining <laughs> Nintendo's thing. decision for names for mobile gaming devices going from the Nintendo DS to the Nintendo DS Lite to the DSi, to the DSi XL, to the 3DS, 3DS XL, 2DS, the new 3DS, and now the new 3DS XL.
2: I still think they missed an enormous opportunity to call this the Super 3DS. (laughs) Uh,
0: They missed an enormous opportunity to call it anything other than something they've already had in the same life cycle.
2: Yeah. I have
0: no idea what the fuck is happening anymore. I own a 3DS. I don't even know which one is mine. I guess the XL. Is it big? Yeah. Then the XL. (laughs) But What, am I, what is this? Does it do 3D? The 3D? Yeah, the 3DS XL.
2: So you do the 3DS XL. So
0: the, the, the difference is...
2: We've solved this it. This has
0: that little C-stick, right? The little analog stick? Yep, and there's like,
2: a couple of differences. Another, it has like the a Z buttons? C-stick, um, it has extra shoulder buttons. Um, the uh, It's got a little thing in the top that tracks your face so that it actually mm-hmm. changes the 3D depending on your angle so it's a, like it's a better 3D. You
1: get a wider um, view angle on the Although...
2: 3D do you ever use the 3d on your 3ds i don't i turn mine straight off i turn it off so maybe i'll maybe when i get this one uh i'll that'll change but the the angle was so precise where mm-hmm. you had to be looking at it on also the, like the, the other distance you know, like yeah Yeah, like as you change
0: the distance it moved around Yeah. so
2: i just turn it off because otherwise it just like it was blurry and it's kind of pain in the ass so maybe this will be better that'd be great um it's also got a better processor so it loads everything faster um, in fact, in the announcement, they kind of shit all over the, the 3DS XL. They did a comparison of, like, look how much faster this loads. <laughs> they had Smash Brothers in it, and it's like, oh, it came right up. This one's still on a black screen for, like, 30 seconds.
1: Boy, I sure hate to owe that one. What a piece <laughs> of shit we sold you, sucker. You know, it's like, what the fuck are you saying? Anybody yeah. that paid money for this is dumb.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, I get they want to, you know, point out how much faster it is and all that, but I was like, this is... A <laughs> little bit, uh, anyway, uh, and then also it has uh, Amiibo support. There's a NFC in the touchscreen, so you just um, you just tap a, an Amiibo figure on the screen and it goes into supported games, which there's a lot of new Amiibo Speaking
0: figures Speaking of announced. Amiibos, oh my they God. announced a ton of them, including a Toad Amiibo, which is compatible with Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, shout a, out for McTurney over there. <laughs> I'm super excited. Wait, so no, what I, didn't read do? About, I didn't read about any of those other... Fuck every other amiibo. What does that I mean? only read up on so the Toad what, amiibo. So here's what
2: happens. So uh, because it's a Wii U thing, you, you tap Toad on the NFC spot on the Wii U gamepad, and then he shows up in your level, but he's hidden, and you have to find him. It's a pixel Toad.
1: Okay, bit, so it's like it's like a, it's like yeah, a hide-and-seek so, game? It's yeah, like a, so a it sub-game in the game?
2: Yeah, so it basically creates like a little pixel Toad in um, in each level, and mm-hmm. you have to go through and try and find him.
1: And if you find him, what happens? That's I, the whole point of the game—is finding stuff. So I don't know. It's just you find them. Well, what do you get? I don't know.
0: That's all they said. We're gonna find out.
2: Someone sent. I'm gonna send this to you, Patrick. Someone sent me a really amazing comic for oh. <laughs> Treasure Tracker. I think they might have sent it to you too. But
0: I, I think I saw it. Yeah. Um, I'm find it. There was a. So yeah, I guess there was a Nintendo Direct, and they got a lot of this. Uh, a lot of this news we're talking about came out as a result of it. One of the things they did mention also was that there's going to be a Majora's Mask Edition 3DS coming out February 13th. Yeah, yeah. Which if you didn't already, already pre-order one, it's gone. It's already gone. So, good luck with that. What I don't understand is I feel like the mask is upside down. Looking at that box because
1: when you open it, it's like the old Apple laptop. Oh, it was oh. like the Apple would look in one and direction and then you open it. Nintendo
0: always does this. It's like why, just rotate the mask
1: 180 wow. degrees. Wow. I mean, you don't appreciate it that way, though, right? That's just for you. Other can people. still appreciate it that way nah. when you're holding it. You open it, you look at it, like ah, oh, look, I got a mask, and then you open it, and then yeah, screw everybody else. <laughs> no, yeah. I I disagree hundred percent. You have enjoyed your product. That's just, all that matters. It's just that
2: they assume that that's the side up that everyone has. I would totally think the other side is the right side up.
0: Yeah. I'm with I'm with Ashley. They, no, they, they, they 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 screwed up.
2: Yeah, but they yeah. they it's not the first time. though. I think with the other with the uh, last Zelda 3ds XL, which was amazing, and I totally regret not getting it. I think it might have been a similar story. That old
0: slow piece of shit. <laughs> it would take
2: so long to load Smash Brothers. I can't even tell you. <laughs> um, but I think they like they have established that that's the direction that they do stuff, unless mm-hmm. it's sort of omnidirectional, like the Animal Crossing one that I have now. So. I get it. I wasn't super in love with either of those special editions. I did like the last Zelda limited edition XL more than I like the Majora's Mask one. Mm-hmm. Like this one's like fine. It's cool. It's cute, and I, it's cool that it's cool or really scary that they're launching like on launch day two limited editions.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Especially because they're not releasing the regular size 3DS in North America.
0: The regular. The, the, size? I'm sorry.
2: The regular size new 3ds in America. Gotcha. So um, the the regular We're size one. You're only
0: getting the new 3ds XL. XL.
2: Yes, only the big one. Uh, I'm and exasperated. the and <laughs> smaller one. The smaller one. I, like I wouldn't get it. It's like I'd like the bigger screen, but I think the smaller one absolutely <laughs> has a place, especially since there's cover plates on it that you can get to change mm-hmm. out, so you can change however, how how it looks you want. Do they not have the want. cover
0: plates for the bigger ones? Nope. Oh my god! Drop the ball again.
2: Yeah, I was I actually when uh, when they first announced it at last PAX or around that around that time, uh, I was super excited because I was looking forward to getting an XL and then being able to change it whenever I wanted. <laughs> and then I found out that wasn't going to be how it worked. And I seriously no, you have to decorate it
1: the old fashioned way with a cover.
2: No, by or buying a new pen. one. <laughs>
1: Or piping <laughs> Sure, that's also a way you could go. Someone um, just paste on something, but yeah, just go purchase another. I
2: seriously one. considered getting a smaller one just so that I could update it whenever I wanted, <laughs> and then and then I and then I snapped out of it.
1: Oh, this is fashion choice that important for the device. This is the picture, device? by the way, on the
2: screen. It's a it's a comic of. Mario telling Toad that his treasure is in another castle and being like, this is what it feels like.
0: <laughs> I love how sad Toad looks in that last uh, last panel.
2: And yet at the same time, I'm like, yeah, Toad, you feel sad.
0: <laughs> um, you I made wanna, us feel sad so many times. I want to go back for a second and cover the rest of the Amiibos that were announced. Because uh, there were a lot. They're going to be releasing redesigned versions of Mario, Peach, Luigi, Yoshi, Bowser, uh, and at that with
1: those lineup with that lineup was also the new toad amiibo.
2: So have fun with that collectors.
1: So they're redesigning something that's been out less than a year. But
2: they're gonna be in like a different pose.
1: Yes. Oh. Totally different. Right. Um they're also are gonna have new amiibos for Robin,
0: Lucina, Pac Man, Ness, Charizard, and Wario. Um
2: and then they they also announced there's a, in addition to that, I think there's another round of eleven. That's like a it's like <laughs> it's like Pac Man, Mega Man, um, Oh, I can't remember them. I'll try to picture them.
0: Yeah, I think that news broke after I made my note here. Okay, um, let me... I'll, is hold there a on. new
2: Actually, slogan just, just like,
1: Nintendo, put your money in the basket?
2: <laughs> nope, I can't
0: pull
1: it up. Don't worry, we have that problem lot. sometimes. It's, um, a, it's,
2: a, it's 11 different ones that are coming in February, plus the um, the Super Mario collection in March. March, March And then the those other ones in
0: spring. And a lot of these are supposed to be... Um, to be used with Mario Party 10. They unlock additional
1: game boards and game pieces usable in Mario Party 10.
2: Yeah, which actually sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So is that all it does, though? I mean, the Smash Brothers ones actually bring a character into the game, right? So
2: each game supports Amiibo differently. So you can use an Amiibo in a bunch of different games, Mm -hmm. but each game implements it differently. So whereas Toad is like the hide-and-seek game, um, in Smash Brothers, you can drop it in, and it plays and levels up, and it's sort of like its own little bot. Mm -hmm. And then... In Mario Party, you tap one in; you can use it as a figure, and it unlocks a special themed board to play on. Gotcha. Okay. You know, and then um, in Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, you there's like it supports King Dedede, uh, Meta Knight, and Kirby, and then depending on which one you tap on, it'll power up Kirby differently.
1: Wait, so it unlocks a board that already exists in the game? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I see where Ryan's going with this. <laughs> Ryan hates that shit. No, it's just one of those things where that's that always causes people to funny, get up in I, arms. It's like, that's a thing you have on your disc that you don't have access to unless you buy this other thing.
2: I'm blinking about it a little bit because I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think about it either. <laughs> Oops.
2: Uh,
1: I was so excited to be like, oh, they're so, underbelly they're so of the cute Amiibo. and all
2: the things that I can do. But... Like, this is a genius well, guess, Yeah, and they
1: ten- can unlock the content you
0: already bought is what they can do, Technically, apparently. Technically, this content could live on the Amiibo. The Amiibo does have some storage oh, space. I'm sure it doesn't. The system reads and writes to it. Like, when you use some of those they Amiibos could. in Smash, they level up, and that information is stored on the Amiibo. So, I don't know. I don't know enough about the technicality, yeah. but it's <laughs>
1: possible the data is on the Amiibo. But is that really it's any li- better? It's
2: likely that it's on the disk.
0: It's likely that it's on the disk. <laughs> in all reality,
1: I'm just... I'm sure that there's some back compatibility where they can add more to the disc if they come up with more amiibos later unless they completely forecasted out every amiibo they would launch in every compatibility I think it's game. more that
2: the like each game doesn't necessarily support all amiibo
1: Ah okay. And
2: am I correct in thinking that the multiple of amiibo is amiibo I think it is But uh, I but I don't I, know. I, I think it's always, amiibos
0: I always it amiibo? worry about
2: it so I always just say amiibo figures
0: Yeah just as long as you don't that say, it, to, you don't say
1: something out. stupid like amiibi do we need to like? Ami-bi. Do we need to Ami-bi. coin a term like a flock of amiibos? Would it be a like murder a, of amiibos? A waste. <laughs> <laughs> a waste. I like that. <laughs> um, so you talked about
0: the uh, well, we talked about the storage on the amiibo figures, and it made to think about something totally different. Uh, did you know gaming released a video talking about the Dreamcast? And I don't know if you remember the VMUs that came with the Dreamcast. It was the visual memory unit. It was the memory card. It had like a little LCD screen on it, and you stuck it in your controller. And apparently those uh, VMUs only had 122 kilobytes of data on them that that was accessible. That's actually more than I would have thought. And uh, in the digital gaming, they extrapolated and said if you took all the storage from every VMU ever sold, it would be about a terabyte of data. (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. 122 bytes at a time.
2: And now GTA V wants you to have 65 gigabytes to install it on the PC. In March. In March, when it's coming out, which is not January. (laughs)
0: Uh, One last Nintendo thing I want to mention before we get into this (laughs) GTA discussion is they also announced uh, a new entry in the Fire Emblem series coming out for the Nintendo 3DS. This is my bitter
1: face, for anybody wondering.
0: (laughs) I really like the Fire Emblem series. I thought a lot... So I'm, I'm excited to see the next one. I thought the story in the last Fire Emblem was a little weak, though. But whatever.
2: But if they just like title it and then like you it's, know just like it's, get it out, it's that'd the be great. type
0: of game I like to play. So I will most likely play it. This does not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that the right I didn't realize they had a trailer out that must have come out after I no, uh, after I out. read about it. Um
2: it was in the direct. They it was it's sort of a teaser.
0: Mm, so you. they had
2: like a cinematic thing and then a little bit of a teaser. Hopefully
0: they'll release it in English and not Japanese. Oh well it is addition of Japanese. So yes, GTA five pushed back to what is it, March twenty seventh?
1: That sounds right. It was twenty seventh. Twenty fifth? Twenty not I was so disappointed I didn't even care. So, whatever. Just give it to me. <laughs> and uh they said well again, tentatively. March twenty fourth it will launch with the the heists and but, but consoles heists will be will launch before it supposedly will launch before
2: in the coming weeks ahead of the pc launch right. something like that
1: so as long as they keep moving back the pc launch they never have to release the heist. that's an excellent right. point so initially it was, the pc version was supposed to come out january 27th got pushed
0: back to march 24th uh-huh. and the interesting thing to me was i kept reading people on like message boards and on various sites saying why haven't they released the PC specs for GTA Five yet? Doesn't the game come out
1: like in two weeks? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, here's your reason. <laughs> well, they released 4K screenshots alongside that announcement. Yeah. And it was very pretty.
2: It's very pretty. But they were also like, they're like, we're going to push it back. This looks great. How fucked up are you that you don't get it? Yeah. It's probably a lot. They, uh, it's funny. At the beginning of the month, there was actually a, a page, like a support page on the Rockstar Support, support. Support. And uh, it was someone was asking if it was delayed because they hadn't seen specs or anything like mm-hmm. that. They were worried about it. And Rockstar Support was like, no, it's uh, coming at this month. We haven't announced any changes to the release date at this time. Uh-huh. And as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, God damn it.
1: That's the kind of statement you Should've know your plane's known. not about to take off. Right. At this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the... I mean, I'm I'm looking through the specs, trying to... They did actually they release are. the PC specs of it, too, and it wasn't anything too off the wall.
2: I yeah, mean, it's actually not too crazy. I mean...
1: That's usually like a, a ground-level, hey, look, the game will start uh, kind of spec, but uh, I don't even think they posted like a high-end...
2: Oh, they posted minimum and recommended. Yeah. But not, like, max recommended.
1: Yeah, even a recommended, I suspect you would not be running 4K if you even had a monitor on which to do it. Yeah,
0: minimum is a quad-core processor, 4 gigs of RAM, 65 gig hard drive space. Recommended is an i5 processor, 8 gigs of memory, 65 uh, gigs of hard drive space. Uh, But I'm
1: sure you would want, if you're doing 4K, you'd want an i7. I I just waved it into you, sorry.
2: I was going to kill it.
1: It was on your face. No, no,
0: you might want to mute that mic. Um, That's not even a fly. That's like a gnat. I like how you have your tongue out while you're trying to do it. Did you get it?
2: I don't know. I don't know if I got it.
0: I didn't see the corpse. It might be in your beer. I won't believe it until I I see it. I'm just going
1: to put that out there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, I deserve that. Pre orders for Grim Fandango are available now on PSN and GOG. So I play, I got a chance to play that game when I was at PlayStation Experience, so, so I'm excited to see it come out.
2: You call it GOG. I always call it GOG. Is there, a, is I there an don't official know. term?
0: I haven't. I've called it GOG a few times on the patch. I haven't been corrected.
2: The only things that, like, things that I only ever see written out and never hear, I always worry about.
0: I, I Me too. I'm con- and, and, uh, you I'm, know what? Please uh, tweet us and uh, hashtag the patch. And let us know the things that we're that, wrong uh, about. That we're, sure. we're mispronouncing. <laughs> but it's available for pre-order uh, for
1: fourteen ninety-nine. Can you mispronounce an acronym? Yeah, she says GIF. It doesn't matter. It's a fake word. <laughs> it's an acronym.
2: Choosy developers choose GIF.
1: It's an acronym. It's a word that's just compounded from other words. It doesn't have pronunciation. You know that, right? Yeah, so that's why I went with G-O-G. Yeah. Yeah, you call it whatever you want. What yeah. it means is good old games.
2: Kind, well, it's kind of like I pronounce, um, I say fac, although other people sure. say FAQ.
1: Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's an acronym. You can't be wrong. It's not <laughs> a word. Acronyms Ryan, aren't in dictionaries. Ryan they have says we're what, if, all what, right. did, what if you pronounce we're it Fuq? Right. You? you could. I'm going to start saying that. I, I encourage I,
0: that. I, I encourage you to read the fuck yeah. you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes they feel a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I guess uh, PlayStation Network again offline, having trouble. Oh, not today. Uh, yesterday they were uh, knocked offline, having more trouble. Are they?
1: Well, di- and to be fair, Xbox Live is having trouble today. Oh, are they? Yep. I've been. We were having trouble with that earlier today. today. So what is it now?
0: Like how, how is it that this is? The state of affairs. This is where
1: we are. Wow. They all got, you know, all the hackers got their mega accounts, and now they have no reason to stop attacking. Well, they
2: also started selling a service. No, I didn't get him. You didn't get him. He escaped. He lives. Uh, uh, Those, those, um, like the network DDoSers, they ended up selling a service like you can rent their botnet for (laughs) anyone that you want to take down. Although, um, actually, Meg told me that uh, Obama is putting in legislation to make botnets illegal.
1: Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Just another example so we'll, of government we'll, regulation. We'll
2: see about that. We'll see about that.
1: Trying to control our bot farms. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I'm
1: just a, a humble bot farmer. <laughs> uh, just just so trying
2: to get by in the world.
1: I'm scraping by with only a couple
0: 1000000 Sony I'm Ra- raising my gigs. <laughs> Sony has scheduled network maintenance for PSN on the 15th. They're going to be down for four hours between, if I'm reading this right, between noon Eastern time and 4 p.m. Eastern time. So kind of middle of the day.
2: Okay, so tomorrow.
0: Uh, yeah, tomorrow, Thursday. So Sorry, by I the time
2: by the time this comes out for non live viewers, uh, it'll hopefully be up.
0: Hopefully, what I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they're doing this they're installing some new update to help protect them from DDoS's
1: and uh, and crap like that. Hopefully, there's only so much you can do without really kind of it starting to impact your latency, which is something that you know gaming is very sensitive to. So
2: yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, keep asking like how these gaming networks keep allowing this to happen. But, like when you get right down to it it's there's there it's really difficult to protect against the kind of attack mm-hmm. that's it's just brute force that's all mm-hmm. it is. It's just a million people showing up at a door that's a com- that's designed to accommodate a hundred thousand
1: I'm sure that at some point there's a crossover between like how draconian their anti Ddos measures are and how many more tech support calls they get because people can't connect that are legitimate uh, users. And somewhere there's a crossover there where they're like, eh, we're good.
2: I mostly feel bad for the Christmas people who, Mm -hmm. like, got a console and then may have thought it was broken. (laughs) Like, like people who just don't know.
1: Welcome to video gaming. They got jumped in is what happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm I'm seeing here on Twitter, uh, how do you know how to say this? Bicycle? Bicycle. Uh, Saying that it's pronounced gog. Okay. So that's the only person who's replied so far. If you reply, I'll. I don't even see it. I'll take a look. Also, Damien Sherman.
2: Welcome to the team, buddy.
1: You're wrong. Yeah, I think it's GOG, but whatever. There's no wrong. All right, whatever. Well, so you're right. Everybody's right. There's no wrong. (laughs) There's no wrong. Everybody's right.
0: PlayStation now, finally out, finally available. You can pay to play old games. Oh, you'll pay.
2: It has been. It's just announced like subscription, Mm -hmm. right? Like the subscription thing is new.
0: Correct. Now, it's pretty pricey. Too. You can subscribe well, it's for twenty dollars
2: a month, which I do feel like is high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, considering that nothing is that much. I mean, how much? How much is a, an annual PlayStation Plus well, subscription?
0: I, I think I pay like fifty bucks for it. Yeah, I was I was put that stuff on, on as auto pay and forget about it. Yeah.
2: So we're talking about in a year, you could be paying a two hundred and forty dollars for PlayStation. They do have a plan now, as opposed to PlayStation for forty five
0: dollars for three months. But nothing beyond that. So
2: it'd be 40 times...
0: 40. So it'd be times 40, it'd be 180 bucks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You did the math faster than I did.
0: That's what I do. <laughs>
1: so Fast they, math. <laughs>
2: is, it, is it your glasses that do it? Is that it?
1: It's my dick. Um, he uses it like an abacus. <laughs> He's got bees on it that he just moves back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dick. That's where the math is. You're, uh, you're,
2: are you still just really proud of your jug from last week? About yeah. um, uh, Shadow of week. Mordor. What did I say about his wife?
1: Oh, <laughs> that's funny.
0: I love when I forget I've done a joke I made and, then I think about it and it makes me laugh again. So I'm really curious to see how uh, PlayStation Now takes off and how it further integrates with
1: services or with hardware like PlayStation TV. Well, it's funny because um, oh,
2: no, you go ahead and then I'll go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say there, there's a there's a value shift there where earlier on you still have a lot of people with I mean because it's basically giving you access to games that a lot of people probably already have. Um, they may may have sold them, but uh, at this point, it's like you are just kind of convenience fee to play things you already played or might already own and just want to do on your PS4. But as it goes forward,
2: unless you got rid of your PS3,
1: unless you what I'm going to say, you're screwed. The more time passes, the more people are going to not have access to that anymore, and then all of a sudden, you get more value for your dollar. But it seems like they could have started a little bit lower. Yeah. I mean, in a world where we're already paying like. In a world where, in a world where seven dollars gets you Hulu Plus, uh, then twenty bucks for PlayStation Now is a little high. Which you could go lower, unless their network costs are really high with this, which is possible. You could go lower and make a lot more. I would think.
2: Here is the funny thing about that is PlayStation Now is a better value than the than the initial rental fees. Remember, Mm -hmm. it was like four dollars. For like four hours or some something oh, right, really right, ridiculous right, yeah. like that. Yeah. It was it was uh, and they said that they were going to adjust the prices, but they didn't sort of adjust that one. So well, they,
0: they they started with really shitty pricing. Mm-hmm. That way, when the kind of shitty pricing came out, you wouldn't be so upset. Exactly. <laughs> they just set your expectations appropriately. You'd be like, oh,
2: this is like twenty hours a month. I got that. Yeah.
0: If uh, I mean, and I will say for laziness. Like me, yeah, it's great. If you don't have to, if you are you, you like me and you don't want to get up, no, of course not. It's ridiculous. It's way too expensive. <laughs> but I am glad. Uh, but it, it, I feel like this would have been a better service back when you had to actually
1: physically change discs. Now that you can just yeah. put something on your hard drive and forget about it, it's not nearly. I bad. am curious if they've solved some of the the <laughs> lag issues because it wasn't. I mean, for twenty that kind of money, when you're rolling high at twenty bucks a month, you better deliver a as if disc experience. What happened? I'm sorry.
2: Seth welna has weighed in on the uh, G-O-G pronunciation on Twitter, and he says that based off the pronunciation of Jif, he believes it's pronounced Jodge.
1: Jodge. <laughs> uh, also, also right. Th- Amazing.
0: <laughs> there's a few other there's people no wrong answer. <laughs> who have followed up saying that it is G-O-G and calling out the other guy <laughs> saying that he is wrong. <laughs> We've started a war. So uh, there's people uh, unable to whistle, says G-O-G. Um... Chris Game 7, Jayhawk Inc. All these people are, are saying <laughs> GOG.
1: So You get much more Twitters than I do. I'm refreshing it. I don't know how you do I, it. I, I have I, a bookmark. the refresh button.
2: You just track down. Just track down. Yeah,
1: just, look, only, last thing I got is, is Harrison. Shout out to Harrison. Yeah, Unable to Whistle. <laughs> He's one of the guys I talked to. He's my last one too, Yeah, 50 seconds ago. He also uh, is called me out for saying it was just because I was an animator that uh, Wolf Among Us was poorly animated. No, I, what, go play it again. There are people like going through shit. It's awful. I did I did see him say that earlier. I didn't want to antagonize him. <laughs> uh, let me read this other thing.
0: I want to remind everyone this episode of the patch is also brought to you by Nature Box. Drop the candy bar, drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get delicious, guilt-free snacks at Nature Box. That's a run-on sentence here. NatureBox offers a 100 nutritionist-approved snacks to choose from with bold flavors you crave. Instead of succumbing to the same old vending machines or convenience store junk, get a selection of tasty, crave-worthy options from NatureBox and feel better about snack time. So in the afternoon slump, when I'm hungry and irritable, here's what I d- I'm always irritable, by the way. Uh, here's what I do. Grab sriracha roasted cashews or Peruvian roasted corn nuts or Asiago cheese crackers from NatureBox. So good and so much better for you than other snack options out there. Now i want to give you a chance to try Nature Box for free with a trial box featuring five of their most popular snacks. That's right, free snacks. Start your free trial right now by going to naturebox.com slash the patch. You know you're going to snack. Get smart about it with Nature Box. Go to naturebox.com slash the patch to get a free trial box of delicious snacks. We, I've got a shelf of them in my office, and I eat them every day. They're so good. I highly, highly recommend it. You're going to snack anyway. Eat something good. Yeah, uh, really
3: tasty. Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, we've
2: got. There's a shelf here right in front of the control room, and because Meg and I work right next to it, <coughs> we go through a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we
2: we really appreciate everything that they send. Some serious damage. To I, the- I
0: hid some of the French vanilla granola the other day. Oh, I had a box come in, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm you eating monster. this." Yeah, I fucking stashed it.
2: Um, so before we get into any more, there was one other tweet I wanted to call out. Uh, that uh, Jacob Rosner, he says that Nintendo has also mentioned if you want to use a Smash Mario Amiibo in Mario Party 10, you need to delete the Smash data. So I guess they they don't store that much. What? Really?
1: That's rough. Can you archive it somewhere? I guess no one knows the answer to that.
2: (laughs) You need like an an, an Amiibo
1: archive thing where you just slam it down on there. It's like, back up. I, I should create this device. Yeah. They don't like third-party vendors, though.
2: That's kind of bullshit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? Let's start a fire.
2: <laughs> burn it down. Just burn it. But uh, first, we're going to take the new 3DSs. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, Sony also released their top digital sales for December. And surprisingly, well, unsurprisingly, leading the list for PS4. Minecraft? GTA Five. Oh. Minecraft was number two, but what I did think was surprising was that Battlefield Four was number three and Advanced Warfare was number five. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? Maybe Battlefield Four was cheaper.
2: It, it depends very much, you know, because the like a lot of those sites or like plat, like the platforms, you know, PlayStation Network, Run One, Xbox Live, Run One, they all ran sales. Mm-hmm. So if Battlefield was a good sale, and I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it would be because it's now an older title that people would have taken advantage of that. Or maybe they went, works now? Time to get yeah. it.
1: <laughs> now with functions. Yeah, but it's also like,
0: I I feel scared jumping into a game like that when I think everyone else playing online has had this game for a fucking year. I'm just going to get destroyed. Nah, they
1: haven't been playing either. That's the beauty That's true. That, that, <laughs> <terrific>. They were <laughs> unable to play. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, and then number four, I skipped over number four, but it was The Walking Dead season two. Oh, okay, cool. so it's uh, it, it's just it, it bizarre to me. It's worth mentioning just because Battlefield Four was uh, number three. Um, all the way down at number nineteen on the list was uh, was Destiny, which I thought was also rather surprising. Um, well, but you
2: yeah, actually because cause they had the DLC come out, so you'd think that they'd get another boost in sales from that.
1: Well, I don't know. I think most of the, a lot of people probably just got the season pass to start with, you know, before people knew what the game was and then they just kept playing it. I don't know that mm-hmm. that many people bought in at the, yeah, I, I just w- the release. I
0: will say that the top two selling PS4 add-ons are Destiny Expansion 1 and the Destiny Expansion Pass. As I was saying, a lot of people bought in <laughs> at the expansion release. <laughs> uh, as well as it's also the top two on the PS3 add-ons, Destiny Expansion 1 mm-hmm. Destiny Expansion Pass. So, I mean, obviously, huge amount of people playing. just They must have all bought immediately and I will they're say, just now getting in the DLC.
1: That game has not shown any signs of really slacking off in terms of population. I, I mean, I have no great way of judging it other than just going into games and it never does take long to get a game for multiplayer or for uh, just doing strikes. So there's still lots of people out there playing it, even on uh, Xbox, which had a smaller sampling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely out there. Uh, other thing I want to mention here is that the... Evolve Beta is starting soon. Tomorrow, right? Starting tomorrow on the Xbox. Tomorrow being Thursday. Yes, on the Xbox One and PC, I believe. Yes. And uh, they're running. I assume you pre-ordered. That's the thing. You have to have pre-ordered. And if you pre-order, you unlock a fourth monster that they had not previously disclosed.
2: Which if you don't pre-order, you have to buy separately.
0: Right. Uh, Let me look up. I forgot what the name of this monster is. I got to look it up. It was like Crushinator or Magmar I'm sold. So I want to <laughs> crush him with magma. Well,
2: they had um, well, no, a. Yeah, they announced magma versions of a couple of the different monsters, don't right. they? Mm-hmm.
0: It's, uh, there's monster skins for the magma goliath, the magma kraken, and the magma wraith. I'm trying to find the fourth. Oh, the fourth is a, a behemoth, it's mm-hmm. the fourth monster. It's a tank of a monster that transforms into a rolling boulder. And if you don't pre order it, they, they sell the monster by itself uh-huh. for 15 bucks.
2: Wait, what was the first monster then? What was the first monster they announced? Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like. I was like, I thought that was the first one. But no, Goliath, Behemoth, whatever. They're all really big <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah. and impressive.
0: And that, that, game, like that game's total. coming out so soon. I feel like it, it, after it got delayed, it mm-hmm. kind of fell off my radar and I didn't think about it. And in my mind, it was coming out in March. And oh, I see, okay. oh, shit, February 10th. That's less than a month away. Yeah.
2: yeah. I keep thinking that a lot of February games, I just assume February 24th. And I think because that's when The Witcher 3 got delayed to before it got delayed to May. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I just assume that anything that got delayed is coming out February 24th.
1: Ah, February is a short month. It all runs together, right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's not a leap year, is it? But
2: they, uh, yeah, I think the the funny joke <coughs> about a lot of that is, um, what are you doing on Valentine's Day?
1: <laughs>
2: Fighting monsters? Yeah. Because isn't that, is it, is the, what's the what's the significance of the 14th for Evolve? There's something. A February 14th. Oh. I
0: thought oh. it was the really? game comes out on no? the 10th. No? Okay,
2: so it really is just jokes.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
2: Never mind. So, over my head.
0: They also announced the <laughs> oh. PC specs for Evolve. And at first, when they announced it, you know, they announced that it was a 50 gigabyte hard drive requirement. I read a lot of people bitching saying, "What the hell?" You know, even GTA Five is not going to take that much space. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> GTA Five announces 65
0: gigabytes of space.
2: I saying, it's ridiculous now, isn't it?
0: Uh, I mean, well, the- if you're supporting now up to like what you said, like 4K gaming, yeah. like 4K resolution, you have got to have some really. Detailed textures yeah, texture that. space it is, gets
1: expensive.
2: It is really easy to forget that, you know, when you double the resolution, mm-hmm. like if you go from 5, is this, 720 to 1080, like that's actually mm-hmm. four times the size.
1: Well, 1080 to 4K, yes.
2: 1080 to 4K. There yeah. we go. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually it's well, not dime. double the size. It's four times the size.
1: Well, it's not only that, but you also have to consider that as the engines become more robust, they're also supporting more technologies like uh, the subsurface scattering. There's uh, you know, there's just specular, s- maps. I mean, specular three, maps, yeah, yeah, man. Subsurface know, scattering. Things, yeah. uh, you got any more? You want to throw it in? No, all? no, no. no? Please. Yeah. yeah I mean, the subsurface good. scattering. Bump mapping. You know, oh yeah. Normal mapping. Got to got to bump your maps. Yeah. So, anyway, these are all basically just more pictures that are at 4K that are, well, usually that, they don't have to be as high resolution. They can be sometimes resolution. That are potentially least. happening 60 times a second. Yeah. Well, and then for each that's the object thing that gets it me. has all those maps. That's mm-hmm.
2: a, like 60 times a second. Anything happening 60 times a second is just like, that's like uh, another world. Will it though? That's another reality. That's another way of existing.
1: That might be, th- what? what do you mean? You look at everything at more than 60 frames a second. Like right now, life, look. <laughs>
2: I don't know, I'm getting some screen tearing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you need to set your your V-Sync on your eyes. All good.
2: I need to upgrade them. They're
1: they're, they're shot. Uh, They're on the way way out.
2: little last gen.
1: (laughs) So I'm I'm trying to go through here. I'm looking at the the requirements. Nothing too crazy. They recommend an i7. I do want to throw in there that uh, this is how big of a dork I was when I was a kid and finally got glasses. It was like, oh, it's like a resolution upgrade. (laughs) Oh, God. That thought went through my brain.
2: Wow! Whenever yep. when I first got glasses, it was, oh, this is what the world supposed to look like.
1: <laughs> things have edges.
2: Like I didn't know they weren't supposed to be blurry. <laughs> like I just figured at that distance, things were blurry. It, you just, just
1: had blob, drop the draw distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, can see up to it, here. You just got a foggy world. Going Everything on. gets low poly when you get out past that distance. It starts, <laughs> it starts popping in as it gets <laughs>
0: close. <laughs> and we're all big nerds now. Uh, it's too late for that. Yeah, that I have up on a that a long time ago. ago. So I mentioned the Shadowrun Returns game earlier. They launched, uh, the, the company behind that, Hairbrain Studios, launched a Kickstarter for another sequel called Shadowrun Hong Kong. They had a goal of $100,000. Lo- I just loaded it right now. When I, there we go, there's a screenshot from earlier. When I looked at this screenshot this morning, when I went to the Kickstarter this morning, they were at $346,000 with 34 days to go. The site's now reporting three hundred eighty-three thousand dollars for thirty-three days to nice. go. Nice. I mean, this is an example of a game that ran a Kickstarter, promised a lot of things, delivered, mm-hmm. everyone loved it, and now they can come back to the well and uh, and get that you know high level of support again,
2: which is a, a rare thing. Um, lately, Bernie has been bitching a lot about Kickstarters he backed that then just quietly disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, having one that really delivers that's that's important. Also, really happy to see that Shadowrun managed to. Uh, Outlive, it's a Xbox and
0: <laughs> crossover game. Now, this like really took it back to its origin. It's such a good it's just, game.
2: It's just mm. nice that that game didn't manage to kill the franchise. <laughs>
1: uh, in fact, well, I think... Well, it did, right? I mean, that was how they were able to get the rights to do this game was because no one else wanted it. Right, I think one of the people who started well, Hairbrain Games was one of the people who originally created the Shadowrun uh, franchise. That company dissolved,
0: and he left to form Hairbrain Games and then uh, licensed the property back to mm-hmm. be able to make these games.
2: Yeah. So it's it's nice. It's a good success story. Do you feel like a lot of these Kickstarters, they get that sort of critical momentum where people go, oh, my God, they made this. And then everyone goes, looks at it says, oh, it's cool, and and backs it as well. I feel mm-hmm. like it's got to be difficult to get that momentum going, but once you do, you're doing really well. Like, um, oh, I don't know, some game that people keep talking about, it's in space, and I think you're a citizen
1: of <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and> some people <laughs> spent a lot of money on it for fake goods,
0: I think. So, I wanted to read exactly who this was uh, okay. behind uh, Hairbrain Schemes. Uh, it's a, I'm reading their, their bio from their Kickstarter. Okay. So, that's where this comes from. Hairbrain Schemes is a small studio of passionate game developers led by Jordan Wiseman, the creator of Battletech, Mage Knight, Hero Clicks, Shadowrun, Crimson Skies, Mech Warrior, and many other claimed properties. So,
1: I am really like, okay. I trust this yeah. guy. What's weird that they separate Battletech and MechWarrior? Because that's really the same property. They led with one and finished mm. with the other. Well, Battletech, I guess, was Sandwich. the book series, and the MechWarrior kind of was the outgrowth of it. Yeah. So, I'm um, again, I can, cannot uh, say enough good nerd. things about that. Oh, <laughs> God, I love those books when I was a kid. Shadowrun <laughs> I, I, is great.
2: Oh, I approve. I oh, yeah. approve. Just, Shadowrun, just Battletech, I read all it out. As if we didn't
0: know. Oh, yeah. also want to uh, mention that this week, Joystick did something I'm very happy about they decided that they're no longer going to assign number scores to game reviews which i really think is the way to go. I mean, we've talked about games, we talk about what we like and we don't like, you know, here on the patch and we don't assign numbers to anything. I guess technically we don't really do reviews, but we, we and we kind of talk about games yeah, and give impressions the pluses and the minuses, yeah.
2: Yeah, um it's a it's kind of a risky maneuver for a lot of uh, media outlets, just because there are, there's such a hev- really heavy emphasis, like with a lot of PR groups, on Metacritic ratings. So, which
0: is terrible.
2: It it really is. It's a it's a bane, but it's something that gets looked at, saying, "What did your game get on Metacritic?" Well,
0: That's I know also determine there, a
2: lot of things for your future.
0: There's some studios and some publishers that tie employee compensation and bonuses to Metacritic scores. Like, if your game doesn't get X score on Metacritic, you're not going to get your bonus for the game you slaved away on. Which is bullshit because you, there's, there's no real way of quantifying that. You don't know what the faces behind
1: those numbers are. Well, I mean, yeah. I, as we've gotten to more and more a place where people, uh, consumers, can review the games and make themselves known. And those are all kind of collated in easy to find places. So I think the user reviews are, have become more valuable than the, the reviewer reviews and more trusted and so but now you, the reviewers have to find a place for themselves.
0: But the problem with the customer reviews, and Metacritic's a perfect example of this, is you have to scrape out everyone who gave it 1 and yeah. scrape out everyone who gave it 10. Because yeah. you know, like, there's just,
2: a lot of people who go like, yeah, I feel like too many people gave this a 10, and I feel like it's more of a 7, so I'm giving it a 0 to balance those people out. Like yeah, that's, that's those a, suck. But that's one of the real risks of user mm-hmm. ones as well, is you can't look at that number. You just have to read the ones that people like recommend. Or most. it's like, I didn't
0: play this game, but... Uh-huh. The cover art looks kind of shitty. I mean, it Zero. certainly
1: takes more more work to do it that way. But, I mean, for example, like, if you look at things on Steam, they're either recommended or not recommended. And then there's all, usually a lot of really good posts near the top that are just saying, this is what I like, this is what I didn't like.
2: Um, also, just going to put this out there, we have a Steam curator page. Where we talk about PC games that we like. And um, it would really help us all out a lot if you guys would shame Ryan into making his recommendations (laughs) because he's overdue. Do Do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) My bad. So we're pretty much out of time. There is one last thing I did want to mention. I feel like it's kind of big news. Uh, Telltale named a new CEO uh, to oversee Telltale. And in his first speech, his first press release, he mentioned that they're working on a new original IP in addition to um, their. Stable lineup of uh, licensed IP.
2: That's great. Really proud of them. Really happy for the way all that's going. Can they just get out the stuff they've announced?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been good so far. I mean, Game of Thrones came out. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands uh, right, is out.
2: Okay, so when is Episode two of each of those?
0: They never announce when Episode two is coming out until mm-hmm. like a week or two before. Right. They they said they're after the Wolf Among Us did so shitty between episode one and episode two they said they're gonna be better about it Uh so hopefully we'll uh we'll see some faster turnaround
2: yeah we'll we'll see but that's what i want i want those ones out i want to see i would love to see see
0: minecraft story mode i want to know what's going on with that
2: yeah i'm curious to see that just to see what they're gonna do with it i just i want those things like to come out and then be like yes please by all means work on this but deliver these things that we're in the middle of you keep cliffhanging us (laughs) you know just get that taken care of
1: so right. what, what do you? Ha- what's hanging right now? What Game most do you want to see? Uh, <laughs> of course, I hated that one. All right, well, that's man. We're out of time, so <laughs> I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh,
0: we'll be back again next week with another episode of the patch and check out the rest of our live stuff at Ristead. dot com. Bye.